Good afternoon, and welcome to episode 17 of the Deacon and Jones Show. Before we get into anything, I'm going to start, as I do every show, by welcoming the lovely and talented Jay Jones to the show. Jay Jones. Hey guys, how's it going? The audience seems to be responding, because they're all outside of the studio right now yelling. Right now. What are they saying? That they want more Deacon and Jones, and they got more Deacon and Jones. Right, right. Guys, we're going to be pumping out three episodes a week for you guys for the rest of the month, so if you love the show, Jones, they can't get enough of us, they're going to love more. Uh. Football preview coming up. Yesterday, you guys got round two basketball preview. I hope you all enjoyed it. Hope you guys are answering the questions. Uh, Thank you for everyone who's been participating in the extracurricular with the show. We are rewarding you guys with better prizes, hence the Madden. Right? Two, two Maddens. Oh, Got yeah, people. man. Madden. Awesome. Yep. I haven't played yet, um, but yeah, I'm just waiting for Deacon to, you know, become, like, the professional he is before playing. Yeah. Uh, it, game is definitely hard. kicked. Yeah, game is definitely hard. Uh, definitely, uh, you know, it's cool or whatnot on there, but, um, you know, Friday, today, Jones, is September 4th, 2020. We have a lot going on in the world, so why don't we just go ahead and start with the COVID updates? Sure. We'll make it a quick COVID update Quick! Today. Uh, <laughs> 33 states are currently on the travel restriction for New York State. Nice. Uh, malls in New York City will be allowed to reopen September 9th with mm. 50% occupancy limit. Okay. Casinos oh. and video lottery terminal facilities statewide will be allowed to reopen September 9th oh. with 25% capacity. Mm. Occupancy limit. Very nice, Jones. Did they start allowing selling every four chairs? Yeah. yeah. Did they start um, allowing sports betting in New York yet or no? No. Not no, yet. They have not. All right. So fuck the casinos. Let's go. <laughs> don't forget, <laughs> if you don't have health insurance, deadline is nine fifteen. Yeah. Which is very very soon. Right around the corner, to guys. Apply May- for New York State of Health, and you have to apply within ninety days of losing your coverage. Mm-hmm. So if it's been more than ninety days. You're shit out of luck. Well, that is a good point to bring up. Yes, you are shit out of luck. Hardwired to self-destruct. <laughs> sure. But, and that Jones, is your quick COVID update. Thank you. Uh, bringing up on that, though, Jones, uh, two big things why the health insurance issue is more important than we would imagine. You and I both feel, and so do a lot of people that we're listening to on the news and other podcasts and our, even our friends in life that feel there's going to be a second wave of this. So the health insurance is, one, definitely needed if you don't have it. And two, dude... Who the fuck wants to pay $250 if you don't have it on your tax returns? Yeah, I mean, aren't you, I was just going to say, aren't you required to yeah. have health insurance now? Yeah. Uh, so if you don't, you get fined, and or, who, who wants that? Or as you pointed out earlier, you're shit out of luck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, first of all, we all know hospital bills are expensive. Yeah. Definitely. Right. So do yourself a favor now. You don't want to have to pay that. And you never know when you're going to have to go to the hospital, as Jones was last week. That's right. In the hospital, not just for work, but then all day in the emergency room. Yeah, yeah. The uh, Where the, I have diverticulitis. And also there's been a, um, there was a transfusion in the brain of Jones. No, there was She not. now has a new brain. There was So the procedure went well. The brain. <laughs> procedure Deacon went well. wishes there was a transfusion <laughs> in the brain because I'm mentally unhinged. <laughs> yeah. But unhinged. Is the way we like him on this show. You know, he wouldn't like me any other way. He That's right, bro. He doesn't it. work. It he doesn't just work. He does not realize it yet. It, it doesn't but work sometimes unless you're crazy. Maybe crazy is what you're looking for. That's right. That's definitely right. You know what I'm saying? Thank you for the COVID update, Jones. Uh, let's get into a quick sports recap. And now, as I texted you last night, because I was super excited about this, last night we had some hockey and basketball going on. So the Islanders played last night versus the Flyers, the quote, Philly end quote, Flyers. Uh, they lost the game. What's wrong with Philly Flyers, bro? No, I'm just saying it. It goes well with the way, how you're working good. it. Philly Flyers Jones last night won the game 5-4 in double overtime. They were down in this series 3-1. The, the last time we went on air... Double overtime? Double overtime. And the final minute of so double overtime. So you were overtime. on the edge of your seat? I'm not an Islander fan or a Philly fan. So, so I you don't, weren't watching? I was watching. I did. So were you on the edge of your seat? No, because regardless if you're a fan of either team, no, it was a very like it was, it was very a tight intense game, an intense game because if this was overtime. if this was a game seven, I would have been on the edge of my seat because you know that one way or the other that somebody's going home. So that, right now, last night the Flyers kept their season alive, um, as well. Go Flyers! 
as the Vancouver Canucks, Jones. Oh, the Canucks! They pulled through! 4 nothing last night over Vegas. Wow. They are going to play their game 7. They also were down 3-1 in the series. Brought it back. Look at the collapse that you have now. 3-1 for the Islanders. 3-1 for the Dallas Stars, which also have fucking allowed the Avalanche to come back on a 3-1 deficit to tie the series. You have three game sevens in the next two days. Guys, if you're not a hockey fan, right now is the time that you need to get up to be up that to speed. become one. Become one because there is nothing like a game seven in hockey. Is a Game seven basketball, game seven of baseball means shit. I like hockey. It just, I find it hard to watch on TV. I understand. I find it hard to follow the puck when it's moving so fast. Yeah. In person, it's very exciting. It's, it's, easier to follow and see and what's going on. Correct. But on TV, it's a little difficult. It's like, I don't really like watching baseball on TV. Either. Definitely. Uh, momentum is going to go to the Canucks and the Flyers. I think they're both going to prevail and, and do the comeback. I think they're going to win three straight for the comeback, and I also think that um, that Colorado is going to do the same. I also, like I said, I mentioned that I have them coming to the Cup, um, and I have... A chance in two of my three brackets. I'm still there. I got Tampa Bay in the cup in one. I got Colorado in the other one. Um, you know, just go back and listen to the episodes. Thank you guys who all participated in the bracket challenge. Uh, with that being said, tomorrow, 7.30, Saturday, September 5th, that's when the Islanders and Flyers, Jones, will play their game seven. And then today at 4 p.m., Jones, 4. This is the earliest game that we've had since the original 1 and 12 p.m. games. 4 p.m., Dallas and Colorado is going to play. And then tonight... Vancouver and Vegas will play, but that is TBD. That is not yet determined on a time. I'm imagining that it's either going to be somewhere uh, 8 or 8.30, maybe 9, whatever the situation is, but you guys are going to get that good action tonight. Uh, definitely going to be good. Definitely going to be good. And did I say it's going to be good? Because it definitely is. Yeah, I mean, well, now you have somebody being eliminated. Because exactly. Because the seventh game. On There's three, no more games. On three separate series that all had a 3-1 lead, Jones. All three of these teams collapsed. Lead and they all collapsed. crashed to the ground like Jones does. <laughs> Jones doesn't crash to the ground often. She's a good driver. But, Jones, also last night what we got going on with, with, the, with the basketball situation, we had... The Toronto Raptors and the Boston Celtics playing each other again in Game 3. The Raptors took this one, Jones, 104-103. to Again, guys, check out the basketball episode we released yesterday. Now that series is 2-1. Um, last night also, the Los Angeles Clippers surprised me and smacked the Denver Chicken Nuggets to take a 1-0 lead in that series. They won 120-97. to Wow. Yeah, I didn't expect the Clippers to do that. They had a, a few days rest, and uh, it worked for them. So uh, I could be wrong on this philosophy, but tonight, 6.30, game three between the Milwaukee Bucks and the Miami Heat, and at nine, Laker Nation, get ready. The uh, Lakers are going to be playing the Rockets in game one of that series. Purple and gold! Purple and gold. Speaking of the purple and gold, I want to give a quick shout-out that I did not get to do yesterday on the show. Happy sixth birthday to Frankie Bryant, my pug. She is celebrating a birthday yesterday, September the 3rd. Happy birthday, Frankie. Happy birthday, Frank. She is Laker Nation with us, part of the purple and gold. Uh, that's going to do it for the sports update, guys. Uh, remember, check out the basketball episode. We're going to have a football episode to preview the season next week. If you guys did not know and you forgot, it's okay. Six days. Touchdowns are coming. Be ready. Jones, topic of the week this week we're going to do first because it's such a big topic, and I think that the fans are ready and anticipating our feedback of what happened Saturday night. So we're going to do a Metallica summer recap for everybody, starting off with the 23 Metallica Monday shows. So, Jones, of the 23, I'm going to say that you've seen a good majority of them. You didn't see all of them. I'm going to say you've seen about 15 of the 23 because there were a lot of nights that you had to work on Mondays. I did work a lot of Mondays. The ones that stood out to me, I brought to your attention and made sure that we did um, a little session where you and I listened to it while we were doing some other productive activity, laundry, whatever it may be. But we did get you to listen to some of them that you did not get a chance to see. Jones, of the 23 shows on Metallica Mondays, and guys who aren't familiar with Metallica Mondays, Mondays. Metallica Mondays did a program in which they aired a concert live that only the people at the concerts were able to see because if you do remember from our prior guests and conversations on the show, Metallica is a very, very diff difficult group to record. So you would never be able to do shit like this back in the day because of all of their 
you know, laws, rules, whatever you want to call it to be at the Metallica show. And it's the same thing. It's piracy. It's the same thing if you go to a movie and sit there and record it with your phone. They don't break your balls about it because you're inside of a theater. But if they see somebody coming around, a little kid with his nightstick, Jones, they're going to tell you to get the fuck out of there because you're not supposed to do that. It's illegal. And I've actually known three different people in my lifetime who have been affected by downloading illegal music. We've all done it. But there's three people that I know have gotten caught. One was a $250,000 fine. Just imagine how much music you would have to download illegally to get a $250,000 fine. Yeah, yeah, I don't know who you're hanging out with. I wasn't hanging out with them. I said I knew them. There's a big, <laughs> there's a big difference, Jones. Big difference. Uh, so go ahead, Jones. Tell us what your uh, favorite uh, favorite Metallica Monday show is. And uh, uh, My favorite Metallica Monday show is um, from November 18th. 2016 is that in the house of vans in london mm, very good choice it's a tunnel ah, and when they play one it just sounds like you're in a war zone and you better get down yeah <laughs> quick definitely fast, uh definitely you get shot oh yeah uh one of the coolest venues they had you guys definitely got to check this out so on youtube all you can do is check uh, you know and we've posted many of them to the to our uh, page on twitter but just take a look, and if you want to listen to them, the recommendations that we're you know telling you, they're going to all be on YouTube. You go down, you can just click in Metallica Mondays, and then it'll come up as a folder with 23 of them. And then you go down the list and pick whatever one you wanted. This is one of our favorite venues because, as Jones mentioned, it was a tunnel. In the beginning, um, James Hetfield was very skeptical about playing this venue because he felt like the sound was not going to be there. And when everybody filled in, it filled in very nice. And as you know, it was a great show to, yeah. to kick off the hardwired tour. I think the people in the audience filled in this empty space enough to make the music sound full. Correct. And that was just, it was just awesome. Smaller stage, smaller arena, but if I ever got the chance to go over there, believe me, I'm going to try to get us there one day. Definitely uh, if they ever go, If they ever go back there. You know, some of these places that they play in out of country, they, they don't always go back to. It. Yeah, they don't, yeah, they don't go back there as often as they'd like Plus to. Plus Germany, they go there a lot. They do. It's different over there. But uh, two shows that I have uh, that would basically sum up the best two shows for me on Metallica Mondays Jones was the 20th anniversary Happy Birthday Master of Puppets tour. Of course. And Nobody the that. <laughs> and the uh, Yankee Stadium tour. It was the first time that they ever played in Yankee Stadium. They were in the Big Four tour. Guys who don't know the Big Four, Megadeth, Anthrax. And that is your favorite one because of the venue or because because like, of the show, the set the list, the stage. Amazing. Yeah, uh, the Big Four guys. Uh, before Jones interrupted me, was consisting of uh, Megadeth, Slayer, Anthrax, and uh, who's it? Oh, Metallica. That's right. Yes. Uh, those are the big four. So if you guys get a chance to check it out, that's also on our Twitter page. Uh, both awesome shows. Um, the difference between the shows that you're going to get on certain shows, and these were kind of, um, especially with that show, you're not going to get what you're going to get now in a concert. So for you to hear an entire album, especially if you're a fan of it, they went right in order. You know, and they did the same thing when they did Black Album because they did a 20-year anniversary of Black Album. The only difference was is they went backwards to first. But just imagine the songs. You know, you're getting the whole album. So you're really getting Master of Puppets. You get eight songs plus the other fucking casual, normal songs that you're going to hear on there. One, Seek and Destroy. Um, you know, a, a bunch of other, you know, uh, Sandman you're going to get. You're going to get it. And nothing else matters. And then that's, that's the cool thing about it because they're mixing it and... Dude, if you're there to see Master of Puppets, you're there to see Master of Puppets. There's a reason why they did a Master of Puppets tour. It's, you know, besides the money, it's it's their one of their best-selling albums of all time. We know that their number one-selling album of all time is Blackout. Uh, so, next thing, moving forward, Jones, S&M 2. That, is our, that was our second part of the Metallica Summer Recap. So, S&M 2 here. Thoughts about it? I know we talked about it yesterday briefly, but uh, Friday night... Uh, when the album was released last week, we had a friend of ours, Brandon from Metallicast, did a great job. He was interviewing Scott, one of the uh, one of the members of the San Francisco Symphony Orchestra, and Brandon was so kind enough to ask our question and give us a shout out on air while it was going live, which is really cool. Thank you so much for that. Uh, Brandon's going to be on the show on Wednesday, the September twenty third. So we're looking forward to that, Jones. Yeah, definitely. Can't um, wait. But on this, it gave me a new perspective hearing it from Scott like of how the whole thing about the 
uh, solo for Cliff, and it was dedicated for Cliff, and it was just so amazing, and we're going to try to post Brandon's show to our page as soon as we get it, so that way you guys will be able to see it and know what we're talking about, but if you're a fan of the Deacon and Jones show and you want to turn around and you want to know what we're talking about sooner than when we can get it from him, Metallicast, podcast, dude, they're on Spotify, he's unreal, dude, I'm telling you. I'm the real deal. This guy's the real deal. No bullshit. Uh, can't wait to have him on the show, like we said. But Jones, taking away from that, from the album itself, like when we went to the show on Saturday night, before we get into it, because that's going to be concluding the Metallica summer recap, <laughs> a lot of the people didn't understand what was going on with the show. Like a lot of people are telling me, like they're writing down songs, and we all wrote down songs on a piece of paper, and they all were saying, oh, well, I thought it was going to be more of the San Francisco Symphony Orchestra. No. People were mistaking because Metallica they did this. They thought the concert was going to be yeah, the people, about the SNM too. Yeah, the people, we're not going to mention any names, but the people that we were with wrote on a piece of paper <laughs> more songs for the orchestra. Oh, well, like, uh, you know, that would be an epic fail because that's not what this was about. Yeah, and you I know? never understood what SNM was going on. SNM 2 being released was the day before. different yeah, that was than a year the concert. Ago. Like, SNM 2 is just being released. It's already been shown. And we saw it in the movie theater. Yeah. And then now it's being released so you can have it and own it at home. Yeah. That's all that was being done with that. Yeah, on three different ways. The vinyl, the uh, album itself on compact disc, and then you have, you know, the DVD, Blu-ray special and that, you They did you know, show a little, like, blurb of it in, like, the beginning of the concert. Yeah, the, the trailer. Concert. Yeah. Like they do every Metallica Monday. Mm -hmm. So now, when we went to go see S&M 2, we were so stoked. We were sitting there, we were sitting downstairs in my house. I remember exactly what we were doing. We were playing fucking Crash Bandicoot. And all of a sudden, this thing came up on my phone, and I said, I'm going to surprise you, and I'm going to do it. So if you remember, when this happened, I bought the fucking tickets. Yeah, I, I clicked 110, because it was closest to us, is Route 110 by uh, New York in Farmingdale. And they gave me the tickets. They said, here's your confirmation, and they sent us to Boston. Yeah, and, like, we're not going to Boston when we can go to Farmingdale. We, we would have had to no. if we couldn't get tickets, but luckily... So Deacon had to have me go on there... Order and them. Order, ...and order tickets now. Because we are because only allowed one only per allowed person. One so now I had to wait in the meantime. I had to call up the theater in Boston... And before I could even say anything, if you remember what the lady said, I felt so bad for her. She was so nice about it, but she was kind of a dick in the beginning until I made her laugh and everything. But she goes, let me guess. You're from another state, and you got tickets to my theater. It's a glitch in the system. I'll be more than happy to refund you. So now it makes me think, like, what about the folks in Boston? Did they get to enjoy the show? Because everybody's refunding. It's, like, sold out. Yeah, right? it's not, but though. it's not sold out. It's not. But they think it is. Exactly. Yeah. So, nevertheless, we had a great time at that show that night. Uh, it was unreal the first time we seen it. It was unreal the second time I seen it. It was just now appreciating and learning more. And that's what you guys will understand. Like, we're trying to teach this to you guys so that way you can enjoy it and be like, ah, oh, dude, that's fucking epic. I understand. And believe me, we had some people Saturday night who found out exactly how epic it was. So without further ado, Jones, please tell us what happened on Saturday night. What happened on Saturday night was that we went to the Metallica concert. Okay. We were with some individuals who all of us on a piece of paper wrote down our songs that were going to be... Uh, heard at this concert. Now we were given false information. We weren't given false information. We yeah, were we just were told a mix that up. There was going to be twenty-two songs. And twenty-two in reality, songs. Reality, there, there were twenty-two songs, but that was not all Metallica songs. Six that from another group. The opening act. The opening group. Which is going to be our question of the week, guys. So just pay attention now. Who opened up on Saturday night for the driving concert for Metallica? They played six songs, and then Metallica came on at nine p.m. Yeah. Get to us, Deacon and Jones Show at gmail.com. Let us know. $25 prize. And if you guys get to us with the correct answers within the time of, let's see, 24 hour span, I will also give you guys a special prize of a special limited edition Metallica t shirt that was only for that show. It's one of three that were made. I will also throw that in if you could tell me who the group was that opened up for Metallica. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, because this is a big deal. And um, so of the 16 songs we wrote down on a piece of paper, Jones, can you tell the audience how many songs I guessed correct out of the 16 that were going to be played? 
Well, I mean, you put more than 16 down because uh, you thought there was 22 songs. Yes, but of the 22 songs that I put down, okay. Yeah, all, all 16 of them that they did play were on your list. Except for Moth Except and the Flame. So yeah. 15 of 16 were on the list. It was unreal. Um, the story that I have, you guys are going to love. And um, this is all true. The people that we were with have this on video camera. Before I get into the show, and before I tell you what happened and Jones tells you what happened, last week on the show, we did say that there was going to be some songs played, and if there was one song in particular that was not played, that we would stop doing the show. Guess what? Jones what and I... What song was that? Seek and Destroy. I know, but that would have been a good question. <laughs> Four. That was the fourth song played. That song has never played fourth. Fourth. I know, but I'm just saying that would have been a good question for the audience. Sure, but... If you listen to the show, you don't have to ask them a question of what song was played, what you know, of the songs that were played, because anybody can look at a set list. I want you guys to understand that I said this to you guys last week. So I'm not just the fan, I am the ultimate fan. And people that have coming around me for the first time and what I'm witnessing this and whatnot, uh, this has been going on forever. Uh, this is what this group does to me. Uh, I can't explain it to you guys more. This is why Jones and I started a Metallica podcast where I can express how I feel about this group and have you guys understand and maybe you guys will enjoy it as well. And maybe we can get on each other's podcast one day and we can discuss <laughs> the Metallica issues. You guys listen to the ad in the beginning. Don't worry. You're going to miss that. It's going to change soon. Next episode, we're going to have a new ad. But... Oh, man. But... Does that mean I have to do one? You're going to have to do a Todd one coming up soon, but yeah. But uh, the situation is now... 15 songs out of 16, okay. I'm not flaw I'm not flawless. Nobody I would have never thought that they're gonna pick out of the 16 songs that they're gonna pick three from Hardwired. I really didn't think that. I really I definitely didn't expect that at all. One song from Kill 'em All. We're gonna go down and break the list up or whatever it is. But the song, like I said, mentioned last week to you guys, if we would stop doing the show if Seek and Destroy wasn't played, it was. Mm -hmm. I was that confident and knew way we're not gonna miss that one. Right. You said you were gonna throw the ball. When Seek and Destroy comes on. Because and it was going to be. I did not do this because. The ball did not get thrown, guys. The, the ball did not get thrown. I gave it so to one of our there, new friends. And I promised you the week before on the podcast that if you were around, that the ball would come out. But we met these two cool cats and we gave them the ball as a as a gift because they loved it so much and they yeah. they took it into the concert for us because we didn't have enough room in our car yeah. to and bring it in because we had too many people. And we're going to we got to backtrack so you can't jump ahead and tell them the story without telling them the full story about what happened. So that's what I was trying to get on here. Okay. So so now what when we went to this concert, when we were all ready to go to this concert, the anticipation of being a fan is to throw this ball when the song concluded. If you take a look at the patterns of what had happened from watching the Metallica Mondays in the last concerts, you'll know that Seek and Destroy never gets played fourth. You'll understand that I didn't throw it because at that point it was fourth in the concert. So I was not going to throw it when it was fourth when it should have been done at the end. And we also expected an encore, not just 16 songs, so I also did not throw it at the end, so we gave it to these individuals. As Jones mentioned, we had a full carload of people. You could not get into the concert by walking in, so we had to wait for our friends. We did not have room because I blew the ball up just to show everyone and take a picture the day before, and I could not get that ball. It would have been smarter just to bring it and bring the other ball that I have that I bought, so that way we would be able to blow that ball up, but it was just easier for me to do it this way. Sounds stupid. Sounds ridiculous. Trust me, it was easier. So I saved these guys anyway. As Jones mentioned, we met a couple of cool guys, and there was this eerie, weird guy lurking around. Yeah, creepy. And they said, dude, we'll take your ball in if, if you put it in the back seat so we don't have to take this guy. And I'm yeah. sure he was just offering like 25 bucks. He's like, dude, I won't bother you. Just get me in the show. Guy was weird. Like, real weird. Not going to go home genius of the week, but he was real weird. So when we turned around, we got in like there. He leprechaun. Yeah, we, when we got in there, we noticed that 94.3, the shark, uh, was there. It was one of our, you know, I've, I listen to the shark all the time, big fan. Uh, the guy named Big Mike was big there. Big Mike! Big Mike, what's up, bro? Huge fan of Big Mike. Big Mike's got a podcast. Great we're, job. Yeah, we're going to post it all uh, on our page for you, but Big Mike is definitely a cool dude, someone that we met. He's got a cool podcast. Got a cool podcast. We were supposed to end up meeting a couple other DJs the other night because, of course, guys, we're marketing. It's Deacon and Jones show. What do you think? We're just going to sit around here, go see Metallica, and see a bunch of Metallica fans and not say, do you want to listen to the Deacon and Jones show? Yeah, right. Not going to happen. <laughs> 
So now I went up to Big Mike, and now Big Mike's a fan, and hopefully he's listening. Mike, cool dude, definitely. Definitely would like to work with him in the future and whatnot. But uh, the guy reached out to us, turned around, and said, uh, you know, hey, listen, man. I'm so sorry that the other two guys bailed. They weren't supposed to, but uh, definitely uh, glad to, uh, you came to say hello and whatnot. And of course, Mike, that's what we do here on the Deacon and Jones Show. We're trying to promote good things and other good podcasts for people to get on board to listen to. So we're going to send some of our viewers your way, and hopefully they'll enjoy you as much as Jones and I did. Definitely. But Mike, we're going to call you out on this one, because I don't know if you saw what happened here. And Jones and I are going to get into the story right now, because this is unbelievable. Because people, unless you're there, unless you can see it to believe it, you're not going to believe it. So... Mike, if you didn't hear it, you're going to enjoy the story now. So now, Jones and I are sitting there, and of course, it said, and Joe said, uh, our guest last week came with us, big Metallica fan, said you were going to hear The Unforgiven. Yes. So we you heard... You all said I was going to hear The Unforgiven. We heard The Unforgiven. We I knew did. I knew they were going to play The Unforgiven. Wonderful. The Unforgiven started a set of three acoustics. Acoustic songs. So you got, and I said to them what was going to happen next, and it did. Mm-hmm. So I got... The Unforgiven, then you had Wherever I May Roam and yes. Fade to Black. Yes. At that point in time, and believe me, guys, I'm far out there at this point. I turned around and I said to Jones, Jones, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. I was sitting next to another gentleman who is another one of our good friends. I looked at him and I said, dude, I feel it coming. And I don't know if, if he must have thought like, all right, this is not for real or if I'm fucked up or whatever it is. I said, dude... Puppets is coming next. I turned around, and now I see out of the corner of my eye, my friend get up and start walking around. Now, my other friend's gone, so now it's just Jones, the one person I'm with, and myself. So now we're sitting there, and I see what's going on, and I know people are gravitating toward me. But now I say, okay, we need three chimes, and then we're going to get it. And as soon as that happens, you guys better be ready. So after Fade to Black... I turned around, bam, 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 bam. The place erupted, or should I say, Jones, I erupted. Deacon erupted, and there was a whole crowd of people watching him. It's on camera. They're all behind us, and you could see it. Master, master, just chanting, doing it. Oh, 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 Like, all these other folks have never been to a Metallica concert right. before. I mean... You know what's going on. You also have to understand uh, that we're, we're really... We're in the front row. So, yes. like, we're really right there. We're right we're there, in right front of the screen. there. And everybody wants to be there. And I and are. I get and I get what I'm saying. But now when everybody afterwards comes on and tells me that I'm a fucking maniac after this goes on, then I know they're not just gravitating toward the screen because... Oh, no, they're gravitating to, to watch you also. But I'm just saying that, like, they're also looking to get closer. Exactly. Because the further back you were... So now... The dude, do I gotta, I gotta really now at this point, Jones, next time we go to another show, I really have to start walking around and telling the people in our section what to do? Like, you don't know, you haven't seen a Metallica concert that you know, like, when Puppets comes on, when The Memory Remains comes on, like, you don't know that you got to help with the vocals. I mean, dude, come on now. Nobody really uh, was singing. Exactly, the point. What are you doing at a Metallica concert if you're not fucking there? You're socializing? Dude, it's COVID. It was a different type of concert. Exactly. Like, it almost had a festival-type vibe to it because you could get out of your car and be in that little area outside so you had like you could have food and whatever like it was like a little camp area yeah so it kind of had that like festival type concert feeling to it yeah but I can guarantee that other drive-throughs and other drive-in theaters, especially in North America, somewhere in Canada, so I I can guarantee singing, yes. they didn't do that. You know, and it really upset me. Um, I met a lot of cool people that night. It was a really great night, but it really upset me that you have to wait to the third to last song for you all to start singing because I'm at the top of my lungs. You know, I was singing the whole time, yeah, but course. I was in control of not, you know drawing the crowd until I said enough is enough now. Yeah, when Master like, of Puppets came on, the, the end was there. That was, it. that was it. That was it. Three song, Two songs after Master of Puppets. Your control was, was gone. That's it, bro. Like, I had enough, bro. I just... But you know what they didn't play that we thought they would mm-hmm. was an instrumental. That's, you know, they did, though. They, they did. They didn't play Orion or the Call of the Cthulhu. What they, did they play? They didn't. So they, but you have to understand that, like, so remember when I, like, when you see Metallica live, and every single time that I've ever seen them. So if somebody else has seen it differently, that's only from the experiences from my personal being there. The little 
little segment before Hardwired came on, because they opened up at Hardwired, they came on when they were walking to the stage. I don't count that as You have song. to, because that's them. That's theirs. It's called Ecstasy of Gold. Yeah, you're, so you, you're counting that as the you instrumental. Yes, you have to. Because did they play the whole thing? They did, because it's short. But you have to understand that. I know, you don't count it, but it yeah, has to. It's pretty shitty, though. It has like, to. Like, okay. It wasn't what we expected. Yeah, I'm a little, like, about that, you know? I understand. And you and very well should be. But before you see them live in a theater, you're going to hear it's a long way to the top. If, if you want to rock and roll, and then Ecstasy of Gold comes on, and then here we go. Every concert I've ever been to, all 51, and now the other night, right, 52. But at, at some of the other 51 that you've been to have had separate instrumentals, so they've had two. So they would have two instrumentals right. for that show, yes. Yes. Not many. Do you think that they themselves as a group are counting? Ecstasy of Gold they, as yeah. an instrumental, not as a song yet, but as part of the uh, as part of the set list. Probably not, because I don't think it's part of it's, the set list. It is. I looked up the set list and it wasn't there. Look at other set lists prior; it'll tell you on every single Blu-ray, DVD, box set, whatever it is, it'll tell you Ecstasy of Gold. Even on SNM too, it says the same thing. It says SNM Gold, and then it, uh, S, um, sorry, SNM Gold, Ecstasy of Gold, <laughs> SNM Gold, Ecstasy of Gold. What are you thinking then, about, bro? Yeah, it's getting a little warm in the studio. Um, so. Ecstasy of Gold, and then they go into it. So yes, I understand what you're saying, and I agree with you, but in a sense, no. In a sense, they did do that, but they didn't give you what you wanted. Again, half the people that we hung out with there that night thought you were going to hear the SM 2 concert. I, I, like, are you kidding me? I, honestly, I don't know that half the people there even know who Metallica is. Yeah, I agree with that's you That's probably that. why you didn't get that much <laughs> agree, agree. singing and stuff. Agreeing, Because, yeah. like, it's 100%. been so claustrophobic being covid Bound, yeah. That people just want to get out, and they're willing to do whatever it is to get out. And Metallica's the first group yeah. to do anything like to this. try to get around COVID and still have something happen. Yeah, right? exactly. Where people can do what they want to do. Yeah. And th these people are willing to do anything and go see anything as long as it's getting them out of the fucking house. Exactly. And that's the thing that bothered me the most. Because if that's something that you guys wanted to do, you could have seen the Beach Boys do a concert from 37 years ago. You know what I mean? Don't, don't. It is what it is. Thank you guys for all being Metallica plus, fans. Plus, plus like, <laughs> it, bothers it me. wasn't that bad of a price, considering you can take up to six people in your vehicle. For the price of cost of admission and stuff, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't like, that bad. I mean, I think that there was different prices out there, though, because yeah. this other guy next to us Well, the package, paid, like, yeah. You didn't need the VIP package. We were closer than the VIP people. They parked one car in front of us, and they were annoying. That's all it really was. But they were cool and guys. Very they, cool they, guys. What annoyed me was that, like, they kind of had this air of, like, you know, we own this yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. like as soon as they got out of their cars and we've all been there for hours you got to realize like because we're online we're waiting we're make sure Partying, that we're right in the beginning yeah. you know we want to make sure we're in the front row yeah so we're like second car in line we get up to the front row and then like right before the show starts these like two vehicles pull up and slide into place like right in front of us yeah, yeah. so now we're no longer front row on like the one side of us yeah uh, and they just, like, they weren't even nice about it. They, like, got out with these smug attitudes of, like, you know, we yeah. own this shit. They were cooler at the end, and they started talking to the people that we were with. But, like, you could tell, like, I got really annoyed. Like, I said, come on. Like, I even said it during the show. And at this point, I'm tripping. And I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm not really giving a fuck what is going on except for the show. I said, yo, if you want to socialize, go home. Go the fuck away. Because right now, this is what's all that matters. And to them, I guess nothing else mattered. No pun intended. Oh, nothing but, else matters. I was played. But it is what it is. But um, great time. I hope it comes out on Blu-ray DVD soon that you guys can hear it. It was great to see what they did. They stepped up. Metallica is the number one for a reason. So well, they, we have to tell also them about how the background... Because I well, thought that's it what was we're gonna real. get into. Yeah, you know? the 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 reason why you're number one is because, as Jones is mentioning now, Jones, explain to the audience what you went through during this. So as the show's going on, obviously the where they're starts, it's and dusk. They're, they're like they're like it's right before it gets dark out, so it's still like half light out, mm -hmm. and then they go into like they show all these fields and cornfields and other things, and and then all of a sudden they're like in the dirt, like just like in a field somewhere. They're all like standing there, set up with all their music and their instruments, and they start the concert. And as the concert goes on, it gets darker and darker. The sun falls, and you know it looks legit. It looks real. I thought yeah. it was real. The reason I'm why I'm not gonna lie to you, I was fooled. They got me. Yeah, and I can say that Jones did not fall asleep during this concert. No. So she enjoyed the whole thing. Uh, it was a huge part of the day. It was a huge help and everything. But. The bottom line is, Jones, this is why they are the best.
because they gave you the image that they're somewhere else and they're not. And they, they stepped up on all their graphics. They, they really stepped up. They really impressed me with this. They really blew me away with this. I thought it was going to suck. I thought I was going to go there. I thought it was going to be, you know, a bad time. But being that we were in the front row, I didn't have to really worry about any bad time or anything like that. But, uh, guys, yeah, no, that was great. definitely can't wait to check it out. I do think that if we were further back, we probably would not have had as good of a time as we did. Yeah. Because it seemed like there wasn't as much room back there. Yeah, yeah. As well as, like, the there was no extra speakers. So it was yeah. just the speakers in the front and then the speakers in your car. Or radio car or, yeah, you can't. They already whatever. told you you're going to die your battery, whatever it is. They told you to bring boom boxes and stuff like that. But again, like, why would you want a boom box on something that's streaming through if you risk the chance of a delay or something like that? You know what I mean? You don't want to do that. You know. But it is what it is. But uh, one of the guys, the gentleman that we went with was a guy that came on our show last week. Uh, his name is Joe, uh, Big Band Joe. I got nothing but great things to say about this guy. He's a personal friend. Uh, and he's actually someone that I met through Jones. And not surprised that, that uh, he's cool people. But I got to say, Jones, you have a lot of really scumbag friends. And um, they know who they are. Not going to mention any names. And a lot of people that you affiliate yourself with. I'm, I'm not. I'm just telling you how it is. Joe is not one of those people. Joe is a great guy. And I really hope that we can help him with his music. I hope you guys enjoyed him on the show last week. And I will tell you this right now. That he will definitely be on the show again in the future. The man has not one harmful bone in his body. He really is such an amazing person. And I really do thank you, Joe, again. And I thank told you. you he was. You did tell that. And not that I doubted you, but like I said, you do have some friends that are a little out there. Yeah, you know? we all do. We all do. My friends are even worse. So it's, it's crazy. But moving on with that, uh, thank you again, Joe. And uh, thank you again to Big Mike. Hope you enjoyed the show as well. And uh, let us know, Mike, if you have... If you saw what was going on during Master of Puppets, get to us, Deacon and Jones Show, gmail.com. Let us know what your input on that. Jones, answer to the question of the week last week. And we have nobody who took the time to even guess the right answer on this except for our dear friend, Marvin Smith of Smithtown, your neighbor, a couple houses down from you, about five blocks away. I don't know this, Marvin. I know you don't know him. But the man told me that the answer is 1985. What? When did Jason Newstead join Metallica in 1985? Thank you. Everybody else just gave us bullshit answers like they were just guessing. And I appreciate that because being looking on Google hurts. But uh, Marvin, thank you for that. Uh, we will get you your prize. Um, I, I did believe that he asked for... I thought it was a, a back to a gift card. It, it was back to a gift yeah. card. But um, he said, is there any way I can have a t-shirt as well? He wants a t-shirt. So I said, of course. Sure. Of course. We'll give him Definitely. a t-shirt as well. So we'll give him a Marketing, gift card and a t-shirt. baby. Yeah. So, um, now our question of the week here, like I had mentioned earlier to you guys, just so you, if you forgot, what is the group that opened for Metallica at the drive-thru on uh, Saturday? Just get to us, deaconandjonesshowgmail.com. Uh, top five greatest guitarists of all time. Jones is going to be our topic next. Uh, oh, yeah. What do, what do you got on there? I know yeah. you got something for us. I love when you pull these things up from Rolling Stone yeah, because well, it's a credible source. I mean, source. I have a top ten list from Rolling Stone. Let's do here. it. You Let's hear it. hear that? Of course. Or you want to only hear the top nah, five? No, I want to hear the whole thing because I think the audience does too. Okay. So the top five guitarists of all time from the Rolling Stone's 100 Greatest Guitarists is, uh, we'll go from ten, 10 to one. up. Okay. Mm -hmm. Number ten, Pete Townsend. 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 Yep. Of the who? There's an H there. I, do you, who are you going to trust? <laughs> All right, it's the who. All right, next one. Uh, number nine, Dwayne Allman. Allman Brothers? Uh, yeah, I know they're from the Allman Brothers. Okay. Number eight, Eddie Van Halen. You from, know where he's from? Uh, Van Halen. <laughs> oh, my God. Number seven. Seven, Chuck Berry. Rightfully so. Six, B.B. King. How do you not have those two on there? Number five, Jeff Beck. A lot of people forget about Jeff Beck. He needs to be on a top ten list. Number five, I don't know, but he needs to be on that list. Mm. Number four. Number four, Keith Richards. Another one, needs to be on the top ten list. Number three, Jimmy Page. Again, Led Zeppelin, needs to be. Number two, Eric Clapton, one of your faves. Definitely. Number and one. number one, which I believe Deacon does agree with. I agree Jimmy with a lot Hendrix. of them. There's not one person on that list that I do no, not agree with. No, but I mean in with. the place that it's in. Yeah. Jimi Hendrix is in that same place. Jimi Hendrix is the best guitarist of all time. There is no question. You guys see it again. If Jimi Hendrix is not number one on everyone's list, then I need to know uh, how I can contact your drug dealer because I need the drugs you're on. <laughs> it's such a shame he died so young. 27 Club. I know. Yep. Because, like... If he had lived longer, who knows? 
Definitely. You know. Uh, what is your feeling on this? What do you? What is your top five? What do you? What do you think on this? Now. I, I don't. I'm not. I'm gonna be honest with you and with all the fans here. I don't know who some of these people are. I don't know who Jeff Beck is. Okay. Like he has to be there. He has to be there. But I have no idea who he is. Yeah, but what is your top five list? Because my top five list only consists of a few people that are there. My so. top five list in, it consists of Jones on Guitar Hero. So you didn't make a top five list, is what you're saying? No, I don't. I don't have a five top five top okay. five list right. of. Uh, so then what? So if you had so so then what? Are you in agreement with this list of some of the names that yes, are on the list I'm that you know? Yes, I'm in agreement with like Eric Clapton, Jimi Hendrix. Uh, BB King, Chuck Berry, Eddie okay. Van Halen. I mean, all these guys. Uh, there's just a few people that I'm not. All these with. guys uh, are so huge and influential to rock and roll, and this is exactly what you know we needed from these guys and the sounds. And, and the you can't have the music we listen to today without these guys. Definitely. I did a top five list. It's a little different. You guys would be very shocked. There's a couple of names on that list that I that uh, they all belong there. Okay, but there's got to be slashes and there's got to be ties on there because you're leaving out so many great people. Five for me, I can't picture Metallica without Kirk Hammett. He's my favorite member of Metallica. You He's can't, definitely a great you, guitarist. You cannot have, in my eyes, Those a top ten so list. Fast. Number four, Eddie Van Halen. Uh, again, needs to be on this list. Uh, number three, which is not on Rolling Stone's top uh, 10 list, but we're going to have to get him on to see what number he is because I know he's on there. Yeah. And I can guarantee you right now he's in the top 25. Stevie Ray Vaughan, another guy, died. Had problems with his dad. Lost that like craziness of going on, and we'll talk about Stevie Ray Vaughan walking the tat rope. We'll talk it later on. The guy's just unreal. Uh, number two and number one are also the same as Rolling Stones. I agree. The only man who's been inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame three separate times, slow hand Eric Clapton, second best guitarist of all time, other than two number one Jimi Hendrix. That's the way it goes. That's the top five, guys. Let, let us know your top five list. We want to definitely compare them with yours and see how things are. And, Jones, just because you don't know some of those names on the list, yeah. then you get to know them over time, and that's fine. That's cool. Yeah. But I'm telling you now that, that I do not disagree with that list. That singer-songwriter list that you gave last week, I agree with all the people, but I can see these guys... Okay. This is a more accurate list. Yes. yes. And I can see those guys. And now we're talking about guitarists, Jones. We're not talking about bassists. So for me to add Kirk Hammett in there is the level of respect that I have for him. Well, a bass is a type of guitar, is it, it not? It is. But then you're going to have to separate them because those guys are not going to be on the same list of bassists. And stuff. Maybe a few will, but not all of them are. But we'll, okay. we'll talk about that on a separate time. But that's, you know, that's basically... But the top five, the, the top guitarists of all time, some of these people are... Basis. Some of them. Right. Not all of them, but okay. some of them, yes. Now, uh, you know, with that being said, again, guys, the influence of these artists, especially Chuck Berry, especially B.B. Key, on the guys that are on in front of them, just imagine how good they were to influence the guys that are in front of them. I mean, I've read so many documentaries and books upon, you know, about, you know, Keith Richards and the Rolling Stones and everything that comes out of his fucking mouth is Chuck Berry, Chuck Berry, B.B. King, Chuck Berry, because he loves these guys because these guys are that amazing. And if you guys don't know and you haven't listened to them in a while, go, Johnny, go. We'll put it right up there, man. you got to listen to this stuff. It's the origin. If you're a music fan and you love music, you need to know who these guys are and you got to listen to them if you don't already. Definitely. Jones, going to bring us in into rapid responses this week. We got three good ones, all right? Because um, I wanted to save the genius of the week for the end of the show, so we'll do that right after. Uh, September albums. What were you most looking forward to for a September album release? Uh, I'm looking forward to Keith Urban's new album. Ooh, very nice. Uh, it's a called The Speed of Now, mm. Part 1. Oh, very so nice. apparently there will be a Part 2 at some point. Very nice. Um, and it is it is going to be September 18th. Very nice. Right around the corner. Very nice, Jones. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to check that out with you. We'll definitely listen to it. Jones, I'm not looking forward to an album in September because I got S&M 2 at the end of August, which is kind of the beginning of September, but I am looking forward to something coming out on October 18th, which is going to be a two-disc CDLP 19 studio outtakes of one of my favorite albums. This is going to be the fifth studio album by The Doors. Okay? Oh. So, The Morrison Hotel. And I want to thank our friend Mello for bringing this to my attention. The first before anybody else. Hey, Mello. Hope you're doing well, Mel. Now, there's 19 studio outtakes on the Morrison Hotel. I'm a huge Doors fan, guys. I really do love the Doors. Uh, on this album, you're going to get the Roadhouse Blues, Waiting for the Sun, You Make Me Real, Peace Frog, one of my all-time faves, uh, Blue Sunday, Ship 
of Fools, Land Ho, The Spy, Queen of the Highway, Indian Summer, and Maggie M. Gill. On Queen of the Highway, they are the most outtakes on this, and I think it's going to be something really great. And for them to celebrate 50 years ago, Jim Morrison, another member of the 27 Club, miss him, love him. Just imagine what he could have done if he was still here. Uh, Jones, I want to bring something to the audience's attention. I want to give a shout-out to our good friend Tony Watson. Um, you can check him out at Tony Watson on Twitter. He's an up-and-coming artist. Uh, he's like a, kind of like a bluesy country type of deal. Yeah. And, uh, Jones, I know you weren't a fan of him at first. Yeah, it was a little bit like I was unsure at first, but then as the song went on, he at one point had was playing three instruments at the same time. A fiddle, a harmonica, and a... Uh, what do you call it? Tam it was like a tambourine okay. uh, with his foot. Oh, all right, cool. Like, crazy. Uh, like, you got to be pretty talented to do all that stuff. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I thought he was pretty uh, talented. Um, Tony is a buddy of mine. I've been in contact with him. I hope to do work with him sometime in the future on the show. We definitely could help him. He could definitely help us. Guys, check him out. Uh, he's also on YouTube, too. Tony Watson. Check him out. He's got a bunch of cover songs. He's a big fan of Carrie Underwood. Did yeah. mention that to us, he and uh, hopefully we'll get him on a soon show. So, Tony, thanks for being a fan, and thanks for listening. Uh, Jones, next rapid. Uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music. So one new movie came out, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. They came on Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, and now it's Bill and Ted Face the Music. Oh. Uh, the recommendation to the audience, um, I watched the three movies again. Um, you guys got to have patience for the third one. The third one is slow, and unless you're a fan of the two actors and fan of the story, you're not going to like it. So, Jones, I know you haven't had a chance to see it yet. Have you seen the first two that you would... At some point, I've seen them, but... Uh... You know, a long time ago. Okay, so recommendation to the audience. We definitely want you guys to check those out. If you like that kind of stuff, we'll have some more recommendations for you coming up in the future of things. All right. So, now, last rapid response. Sports question. You know football's right around the corner, guys. Jones, biggest rivalry in football. The Kansas City Chiefs and the now Las Vegas Raiders of Oakland. Mm. Or the Chicago Bears and the Green Bay Packers. Biggest rivalry. One from the NFC, one from the AFC. Who is it? In your opinion, who is it? Um, I think it's just, I mean, they hate each other. Green Bay and Chicago. They hate Chicago. each other more than the other ones? I think so, because the, the, the rivalry is always relevant every single year with these guys. The Raiders haven't been good in years. It's just been total domination by Kansas City. Still a rivalry, because once in a while they'll sneak a win in, and it hurts more when you lose to the Raiders. Mm. But we'll get definitely get you guys... Losing to the Jets. Yeah, that's, that's tough, bro. That's tough. Uh, we'll definitely get you guys the updates on what the exact numbers are for that series on the football show. Just giving you guys a little preview of what we got going on. Jones, last thing we got going on today before we go into communication breakdown is our Genius of the Week. So, guys, again, real-life stories, real-life drama. Oh, jeez, this Genius of the Week is a, a real winner. winner, man, winner. So, Jones and I, you want to tell this one? Uh, yeah, jo uh, me and Deacon went into Walmart and... Uh, the shittiest place on earth. Yeah, I mean, really, honestly, I hate Walmart. Skeevy. It's just... People do really pay more just at Target just so that they don't have to go to Walmart. You yeah, I, I, mean? I believe that. But the thing is this. So this, so I go to get a couple of things while Deacon's online at customer service. And I'm finished before he is. So I stand over by the uh, entrance to wait for him uh, to be done. And as I'm standing there, I see this woman come out of the bathroom with toilet paper, of all things, wrapped around her face and her mouth and her nose as a makeshift mask. <laughs> okay? And I never, ever, ever, ever thought that I would see this in real life. And this woman was not doing this as a joke. She was flipping seriously wearing this and walking through the store shopping with toilet paper as a mask. And Jones, if, if, it, if it's all right with you, I'd like to, na I'd like to name her uh, Melina because in Mortal Kombat 2... They had a Melina costume on which she wrapped looking like a mummy like that all around her. And you could see her hoo-hahs and all around her face and everything was wrapped up with toilet paper. So I'd like to call her Melina. You can call her whatever you want. Very bizarre. I'd like to call her toilet paper bitch. You know, like, <laughs> what are you thinking? Do you really think that toilet paper is going to protect you or anybody around you? So here's the here's the crazy thing. So now... And whose ass did that toilet paper touch? One, very good point. And two, who's the genius of the week here, though? Her? 
or the people in the store that allowed her to continue to stay in the store with her like that. I think I was the first one to notice her. Yeah, you were. And and then I pointed her out to you. And I just looked and and I said, you got to be fucking kidding me. And I was like, that's our genius of the week. That's our genius of the week, We just started the week. It was the the beginning of the week, man. We had like seven days to pick a genius of the week and we picked him on day one. Run into it on day one. But, uh, yeah, crazy guys. If and you it have, wasn't at the laundromat. What, oh, yeah, that's right. Good point to bring out there, bro. Laundromat is saved for this week on uh, the Genius of the Week there. Uh, guys, if you ever see bizarre shit like that, we want to hear it, dude, yeah, because definitely. people are out there. Get to us at Deacon and Jones Show at gmail.com. Jones going to bring us right down into communication breakdown. Do you need a guitar with that? Because Jimmy Page is on the top 10 guitarists of all time. There is no communication breakdown this week, D. None? None. None, none. But going back to the greatest NFL rivalry. Okay. Uh, you know, now that I'm thinking about it a little bit more. Okay. I'm thinking that uh, I feel that you missed a couple of teams. Uh, know, okay, like, go ahead. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Giants. Ah, I feel very, like that one is one you missed there. Very like, good point on that. I think it's bigger than the others. Okay, all right. Well, we're definitely going to discuss that on the football episode next week, but we'll give the breakdown real quick there. Chicago Bears and the Green Bay Packers have played a lot. Green Bay holds the all-time series lead in wins, 99-95, with six ties between the two. The Kansas City Chiefs and the Las Vegas Raiders of Oakland uh, have also played a lot. Uh, Not as many times, but the Chiefs hold the all-time win list on there uh, with 67-53 to and two ties between the two. And your request of a rivalry that you think should be added to that list mm. Dallas holds that 68 to 46 is the biggest margin wow and two ties so it is a big rivalry no doubt but you yeah, can see I mean, it's not a, it's not like they're I mean the most close rivalry as far as like level of like evenness would be Green Bay and Chicago. Green Bay and Chicago. Correct. Yeah. But very good sure. point. I think that should be up there. And if I had to, still, add, they hate each other. They hate each other. It's they a rivalry, and that's the point of, of that being that like that. But good point to bring that up, Jones. Thank you for that. I'm um, sure the audience will have a lot to say on that since we do know a lot of Giant fans who will agree with you on that because it is a big rivalry, and I feel you. I I don't watch the game because I hate both teams. Sometimes you come across the occasional Cowboy fan. Yeah, man, and it happens often that we go places that we got to deal with these jerk-offs. Cowboy fans are jerk-offs. I'm going to tell you straight right now, they're worse than Giant fans, they're worse than Islander fans. It's just the way it is. And no one's worse than me, so I can't say that, but that's the truth of the matter. Uh, Jones, a couple of things I wanted to just mention, that winners of the week, you brought this up to me. Guys, we're doing a Metallica podcast, so if your name starts with an M, you get the question right, I'm going to pick you. That's how it works. Yeah, I said, why are all these people have names that start with That's the letter M? That's it. We're really, we're really giving away <laughs> prizes here. We really gave away three copies of Madden. We give the $25 in t-shirts every week, guys. Now, listen, if your name starts with an M and you feel like you got a good shot to answer the question, I'm going to pick it because M is the lucky letter. Oh. Now, follow us on First Twitter. First time hearing about this, guys. That's why I'm clarifying it to everybody. Now, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, please. Deacon Jones Show on Twitter. Deacon and Jones Show on Instagram. All this information is right below. When you see the show, just click on it. All our information is there. Subscribe to the show. Let us know your feedback. Questions of the week, remember, get to us. Remember, the doors are coming out with the 50th anniversary release of the Morrison Hotel. Keith Urban has his new album coming out. We have a lot of great things to look forward to. Football episode coming up this week, as well as a guest coming on on September 11th, who is a very, very big influence of mine and who started an organization, like Jones said, great man, to help veterans. His name is Ernie. You guys are going to love him. He's next week's guest. Uh, I also wanted to give a shout-out to our buddies Kirk, TC, Big Band Joe. Thank you guys for coming with Jones and I. I can never, ever again picture a Metallica concert without you guys. We both love you and appreciate everything that you guys do and believe in us. That, guys, enjoy the weekend. Deacon and Jones are out.